Good afternoon and welcome to the Nonprofit Exchange Leadership Tools and Strategies. As always, I'm your host, Todd Greer, Executive Director of Center Vision Leadership Foundation. And today I come to you with a, a slightly different hat. Today, my hat that I'm wearing is the role of Managing Editor of Nonprofit Performance Magazine. Today for the Nonprofit Exchange, I want to share with you a little bit about our upcoming issue for the magazine. Our September issue is just a few weeks away and we're getting ready to go to the designer and the press. I wanted to share with you a little bit of insight. Before we do that, let's remind you about a couple things. If you ever want to join the community, you want to be part of these discussions, thinking about what does it look like to serve in the social benefit sector? What does it look like to be able to engage and grow your nonprofit? We invite you to come and join us. You can find us at centervisionleadership.org and you can feel free to join the community at slash register. It's a great opportunity for you to think about other people who are in your sector, who are asking the same types of questions as you, to be able to draw closer, to ask tough questions, to be able to share your practices that have worked for you, and to be able to think about new and innovative solutions to problems that are facing your community. We also want to remind you about our magazine, which is what we're going to be talking about today. Our June issue of the magazine uh, was, was focused on giving for impact. I think it's a really important thing for people to jump in, to be able to think about high quality information and content that we share with you every quarter. And you can find that through our website at centervisionleadership.org. All you have to do is look for the magazine button and you'll be able to access it right there. Also, if you've missed any old episodes of the Nonprofit Exchange, the easiest way to find those is either by going to the iTunes store and searching for the Nonprofit Exchange or by simply going to hangouts.centervisionleadership.org. Those are all there, they're accessible for you, and they're free and easy. Whether you're downloading or you're watching, you can have access to some great thought leaders from across the country as they share with you on really important topics affecting the nonprofit landscape. Today, as we said, we wanna think about community. Uh, it's, it's a subject, is really deep and really important for us at Center Vision Leadership Foundation. We've had a lot of blog posts about community. We, we've had a lot of uh, conversations with nonprofit leaders from academics and practitioners across the globe who are talking about community. For us, this time, it's a little bit special. Our September issue is focusing on embracing your community. And, and this is where it really started for us. For us, we came across a a co-authored uh, report by Common Good Careers and the Level Playing uh, Level Playing Field Institute, and that was called the Voice of Nonprofit Talent, and it really was focused on the idea of perceptions of diversity in the workplace. It was a study that was published a couple years ago, but when we saw it early in 2015, it started to to prompt some questions for us as we thought about. What is community and how do we think about it? We've talked a lot about community building, asking questions about what does it mean for us as we think about communities to be built? And what does it mean for us to think about communities as they remain intact and grow? You know, a lot of times we throw out conversation points like, oh, hey, we do community management or we do community uh, building. And those are pieces of the lexicon that are almost they're, they're just buzzwords that we use now. We wanted to think about what is 
community. What does it look like? Peter Block, in his aptly titled book, Community, he began his entire treatise with the following words. He said, the need to create structure of belonging grows out of the isolated nature of our lives, our institutions, and our community. So as we think about community in this, this upcoming issue of the magazine, we want to think about this sense of membership as a way that we find identity. It's a way that we find support. It's a way that we find mutual goals and drivers. But it's also a way that we find the wholeness of community. Because as we sit and think about our own personal experience, they are but one in the midst of a larger community. So we've tried to ask some deep questions as we've thought about what does community look like and how do we embrace our whole community. We're really excited about the end product that's going to be coming to you soon. We have contributions from Penny Zenker. Uh, she's a, an expert that's joined us on the show here. Leah Eustacey, Kathleen Latosh, they're, they're nonprofit consultants talking about diversity. Al Weinsman, who's joined the show, he's a senior consultant at Gallup talking about the uniqueness and the importance of unique talents in your own organization. We've got the Second Chance organization based out of San Diego County. It's a group that works with formerly incarcerated, uh, formerly homeless, and formerly drug addicted individuals and helps them on that journey from that place of, of hurt to sustainability. You know, we're, we're seeing input from the Tamarack Institute as they think about what is community. Uh, we're talking to the Mission Continues, an organization working with veterans as they've come back in their stateside about giving them a sense of focus as they think about volunteering in their own communities. We've got input from Angela Springer. She's a professor uh, of, of uh, management and leadership in the Newport News area. And she's looking at the sense of diversity and conflict from the role of an HR practitioner. We're excited to be able to share with you insight from Stephen Lewis, the executive director of the Forum for Theological Exploration. Uh, we're, we're totally uh, blown away by the opportunity to be able to think about storytelling from Miriam um, in, in the close-up Baltimore group. They're experiencing the challenges of what happens when community is, is struggling in, in Baltimore over the last year. So we're excited about that. We've got some great insight from C. Forbes Sergeant III on board development and community. And you're going to see some, some names that you're familiar with. You're going to see my name. You're going to see Hugh Ballou, our, uh, our president and, and our founder at Center Vision. But for us, it's really digging into some important questions. We want to think about what does it look like to be in community. We want to think about the uniqueness of community. And sometimes one of the first things that we think about when we talk about unique perspective in community is the importance of diversity and inclusion. And you're going to see the questions that surround that. You're going to see some prompts. And our hope is, as you think about your own community, as you think about your own organization, you're going to be asking those kinds of questions that make you step to the next level. Community is so important and diversity and inclusion are so important. And it's not just from that idea of of us thinking about a forced implementation. We want to think about proactive perspectives for diversity. How is it that we can embrace the whole community and think about opportunities unless we bring together the unique skills, abilities, and perspectives of the people that make up our community? Or what about for you as a nonprofit leader? 
when's the last time that you had somebody that was part of your, your population that you were serving at the boardroom table to think about program development? We think it's, it's extremely important and it's vital to our growth and our sustainability as nonprofit organizations to make sure that the people that we're serving are part of the development of service, not just the end user of the service. We want to think about what does it look like for us as we think about coming together? Are we truly embracing our community or do we have just a specific niche that we've covered? Now we understand very truly organizations cannot be a truly one size fits all. They're not able to, to do everything for everyone. And I would not entice you or encourage you to do that in your nonprofit. But the question is, are you missing out on a really important part of your community? Are you failing to give service, even in the specific type that you provide to a specific aspect of your community? Have you thought lately about language barriers? and the struggle that individuals who have English as a second language, what they're dealing with as they seek to provide, or as you seek to provide them with programs, services, and resources in your community. Have you looked at what would it be uh, for somebody who doesn't have the experience of your community as its origination point? What about somebody in an urban community who comes from a rural background? Somebody from a suburban background uh, who, who's in an urban setting? What does it look like and are you bringing those voices to the table? Even for you as you think about your board, are you including on your board not only people who can give money to the organization, but people who bring a unique perspective? Are you bringing young and old? Are you bringing racial diversity? Are you bringing diversity of perspective and in, in, in job functionality? What types of things are you bringing to the table as you develop your organization? Throughout the issue, we're going to be focusing on the importance of unique strengths and abilities of diversity and inclusion because our common theme that we're working off of is a quote from Doug Floyd. Doug said, you don't get harmony when everybody sings the same note. And that's really important in the nonprofit sector, too. We know it's very easy for us to get a very, uh, a very specific type of person, uh, somebody who comes in. And a lot of times what we've found is women are overrepresented in nonprofits as, as compared to men, which is surprising because we don't see that in a lot of other institutions, and yet in nonprofits that we do. So how are we encouraging uh, men to be part of it and not just in the boardroom? How are we encouraging them to be involved in various aspects of our nonprofit? We oftentimes see people later in career that are more involved in nonprofits, but what are we doing to engage our millennial? We oftentimes see people that are higher socioeconomic status that are involved in the nonprofit sector. How are we making sure that we're embracing and encouraging the development of people that come from lower, lower socioeconomic backgrounds? These are all really important questions for us, and they're important questions that we're going to be tackling throughout the 2015 September issue. We want you to, to, to look, to sign up for it now, to think about how you can ask these important questions in your organization so that you can grow the impact of your nonprofit.
We're really excited. We want you to join in with us. It's a very important time for us as the nonprofit sector to make sure that we're leading the foray into diversity and inclusion. We cannot be at the tail end. We have to be leading the uh, the, the we have to be leading the surcharge, the, the focus, the input. Make sure that you're there leading that charge. We encourage you to ask deep and important questions as you function in your organization. Really excited to always join you for the nonprofit exchange. These are simple tid tidbits, simple tips, simple strategies, simple questions, but they're not easy. Encourage you to join in as you ask these questions in your organization. Thanks again for joining us, and we'll see you next week. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.